Welcome to Convocation on this wintry Monday morning. My name is Char Hostetler and I work as the campus counselor here at Goshen. It's my privilege to introduce the Convocation speaker this morning, J.D. Hirschberger. I first got to know J.D. when he was short enough to look up at me. He's not short anymore. I now look up at him, both in height and in respect for the determination I have seen in him as he has worked to handle all that life has held for him. J.D. will share with you and challenge you from his journey of success and of struggle. J.D. lives in Goshen with his wife, Brianne, twin two-year-old daughters, and a seven-month-old son. He works as a purchasing agent at Keystone, and he loves to golf, and on occasion, you can find him hanging out at Chuck E. Cheese. Let's give a warm welcome to J.D. Hirschberger. Wow, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's exciting to be here. Uh, I, I gotta say, I've, I grew up here in Goshen. I actually grew up on Main Street, not, not too far from here. And I have been running around this campus since I was probably five. And my kindergarten teacher is here. All right, so this is, this is really neat to, to be over here. And I, I gotta say a funny story because I'm a little nervous. I wanna break the ice a little bit. I'm walking around here trying to get the feel of the place. I came in here and prayed a little bit to, to you know, calm the nerves and, and figure out what the Lord was laying on my heart to say. And I said, you know, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'm going to make sure I don't have any boogers in my nose and make sure that, you know, flies up and all that kind of good stuff. And you guys have, like, the technology that is, is the coolest stuff. I mean, I went to kindergarten here, and that was years and years and years ago. But it's changed a lot around here. So anybody gone into this bathroom over here? Any guys? Any guys? Okay, you'll know what I'm talking about. I walk in, look for the light, light comes on. I said, oh, that's pretty cool, pretty interesting. Go over, check my nose, everything's fine. Go to the bathroom. As I'm going to the bathroom, the lights go off. <laughs> so here I am going to the bathroom going like this. I thought, you know, Goshen College has come a long way. Good for you, good for you. I'd like to speak a little bit, and we don't have a whole lot of time, but I, I would like to, to speak a little bit about potential and the choices that we make. Now, most of you that are, that are here, obviously, as students, and, and there might be some, some other program students that are here that are a little bit older, but we're roughly, what, 18 to 20, 21, 22, and then we have some adults here as well, some older adults, older adults, sorry, sorry. I'm 29 years old, I just turned 29. It feels like two weeks ago I was 19, okay? And the reason I was so excited to come and speak here, when, when Shar asked me, I thought, what a, what a great opportunity. You are now in the most interesting, most challenging, and most potential-driven part of your life. You really are. And, and, and I'm gonna use something that, that Shar brought up to, to illustrate that. I love golf, okay? This is my lovely wife right here. Everybody say hi. She's excited because she never gets to see me nervous, so I figure I'll make her nervous real quick. My wife doesn't understand why I love the game of golf. It's a little white ball. You chase it around. It looks boring. How many people think golf is boring? Wow. How many people think golf is awesome? Love you guys. Thanks. I appreciate that. The game of golf, the reason why I love the game of golf 
is it's so much like the game of life. And, and I'm going to spend a few minutes telling you why I think it's that way. I've had some, some struggles in my life. I was, uh, I, I was adopted when I was young, and, and, and adoption is not a bad thing. It, it's actually a great thing. It, it gave me a lot of great opportunities. But I went through a lot of struggles in life because of the separation that I felt and never fitting in. That's just, just one of the things. I realized at a young age that I could change the way I felt about myself by doing things outside of myself, which included drinking, which included um, uh, drug abuse. I've struggled with, struggled with both of those, and I still struggle with both of those. Now, you never heal from that kind of stuff, but I know that my God is bigger than any problem that I have. And as I look back on some of those struggles, you always have, we're all born with the potential to do great things. Does everybody in here understand, young and old, that you have the potential to do incredible things? I want to see some heads nodding. Every single one of you has the potential. We all have the potential to do fantastic, out of this world, incredible things. This is why I'm going to turn this back to golf. Who knows what this is? Hello? Putter. This is a putter. You're right. I actually got this as a Christmas gift uh, just recently from, from a supplier at work. This is the most interesting putter that I've ever seen. This putter is actually made out of wood. It's made out of cherry. Okay? So not only does it look really cool, you, you don't want to get it dirty, but at the same time I love the game and it, it, I just had to use it and I putted really well with it. So I really like this. This putter signifies me. This putter signifies you. This is the reason why. I've been golfing since I was probably a sophomore in high school. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of rounds of golf, lots of people that I played with. I have never played golf with another person that's used the exact same putter I'm using. A putter for me and for this morning is going to signify us and our personalities, our characteristics, our, our potential in life. Because we're all different. There's long ones, there's short ones, there's there's big-headed ones, there's small-headed ones. It shows the diversity in people, okay? The ultimate goal in life is to get this ball into a hole that's about five inches around, six inches around. Now, for those of you that haven't played golf, that can be really tough. That can be really tough. A normal golf course is about 6,500 yards, and you're trying to knock a little white ball all over the place and get it in that hole. That hole signifies success, okay? Once you get that ball in there, if you're below the stroke, which is par, let's say it's a par four. If you're below it by one, that's called a birdie. If you're above one, that's called a bogey. If you're two above, double bogey, so on and so forth. And I've put on a lot more than, than uh, just a regular bogey. But a golf course is so much like life because if you've ever been to a golf course, there's bunkers which are sand traps, there's trees, there's water, there's out of bounds, there's all these types of things that signify penalty strokes. Life is the same way. If you really think about it, the choices that we make can be bunkers, they can be waters, they can be out of bounds, they can signify pain and heartache, they can signify a lot of negative things by the choices that we make. So as you start playing your round of golf, all right, you get up on the first tee and you're usually a little bit jittery and you, you're just trying to whack the crap out of one. When I was younger, I used to be able to hit it forever. I mean, I could just hit it real long, but it never stayed in bounds. It was all over the place. 
My life was like that too as a, as a young guy. I was frustrated here, so I wanted to do something over here in order to change the situation that I was feeling or going through. Now, let me jump back when I said that we're all born with potential to do great things. Our God created us in his likeness. He created us to do fantastic, out-of-this-world stuff. And he designed it. He knows when we're going to do well. He knows when we're going to struggle. He knows our pain more than we know our pain. When we don't focus on that, that's when we allow the free will that he granted us to mix up where our potential is supposed to take us in the end. Now for me, when I, when I first took that drink of alcohol when I was a young child, realized it could change how I felt about myself, the insecurity, the anger, the frustration, some of the struggles that I was dealing with, that also changed my potential at that place in life. Because when we allow the world and the outside things of the world and the things of the world to influence how we feel in here, our potential is naturally going to change. Would you agree with me or would you disagree? Okay, good. Now, you plot along out on a golf course and, you know, you have a couple bogeys and, and, and you know, most, most golf courses, especially around here, par 72 strokes. So, theoretically, you're supposed to, it, to play even par, you're going to hit the ball 72 times, including putting, and that's, that's what's called a perfect round. Life is a journey, it's not a destination. You don't ever just get there in life. It's constant plodding along. It's constant ups and downs, ebbs and flows. Now the reason this time in, in, in your lives, and I'm going to say our lives, because I'm not too far removed from this, this stage of life. How many people feel pressure in college? Honestly. Everybody's hand should be up. Okay? And the reason everybody's hand should be up, you've gone through your stages of childhood, you've gone through your development physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, you're, you, you've gone through a lot of stages. Okay, You've been successful in high school, you've been able to further your education at college. This is a, this is a great university. I, I, I mean, I've, like I said, been here since I was a little kid, used to run around the campus, used to come to basketball games constantly. I've always had a great time running around here. I think the best times that I ever had running around here were for like three, three and a half hour periods when I played basketball at Bethel College. But <laughs> we don't need to bring that up because coach is here and I, you know, I don't want to get thrown out here. But you're going through things right now with a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure. What you're going to do for a, for a job what you're going to do for your future. A lot of people here are going to meet their spouses. A lot of people in this room are going to meet the people you're going to spend the rest of your life with, whether it's your best friends, whether it's your, the people that you hang out with in your social group. You, you might meet your future, your future mate, not necessarily here, but while you're in this stage of life. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And it's okay to have that pressure but when we take that pressure and we go outside of what God created us and the potential that he gave us and we stop focusing on the things that he's blessed us with and the things that he wants to bless us with and where he wants to take us, we start filtering in what we feel 
is going to sustain us from day to day, whether that be alcohol, whether that be drugs, whether that be not studying, hanging out, watching movies, playing video games, whatever, whatever the case may be. Now, I just said that I went to, I went to Bethel College, and, and, and Bethel's a, a great school, Goshen's a great school, we, we won't get into who's best because clearly Bethel is, but <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, when I went to Bethel College, I went predominantly for athletics. I'm not going to lie to you. I got good grades in high school, got good grades in college, but I was, I was there to play basketball. There's a lot of folks here right now. You're either here for your academics, you're here for the scholarship in, in academics, music, basketball, whatever. There's a lot of different factors out there. I forgot to focus on my potential as a person, and I focused more on my potential as a basketball player. Um, now, that may not work for all people, but, but this is, this is how, I, how I did it. When I went to Bethel College, I knew that there was rules, I knew there was regulations, I knew there was parameters on the character, on, on how you, you're a representative of the school that you go to. There's a lot of different guidelines, okay? For me, I had a lot more fun not following the guidelines. Does anybody understand that, that feeling? It's, it, it's just a lot more fun. I appreciate your honesty. It, it's, it, it's a lot more fun, quote unquote. Now, I'm not here, I'm not a doom and gloom type guy, okay? I'm, I'm not here to, to preach to anybody. I'm not here to tell you to change your life. I'm not here to tell you what direction to go. What I am here for is to let you know some of the decisions that I made and how it drastically affected me. Because when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, right in that, that, that time frame, and you got all this pressure, and you got all these decisions to make, and you got this long, all these long-term goals and ideas that, that you want to expound on, and you, wanna, you just want to get there. Does anybody just feel like they just want to get there and get this behind them and just go on and make your 80, 90, $100,000 a year, have a nice house? Anybody feel that way? Just be, just be done with it, you know? Okay. Well, when you're, when you're part of that small community, for me, it's Bethel, for here, it's Goshen College, and you have those rules and regulations and those parameters to follow. Your potential stays the same. God, God has given you those gifts. He's, he's given you those talents to use, and he wants to, he wants to use those within your life and, and with other people. When you're at a school that has parameters, life, life itself has parameters. Some call them laws. For me, I wasn't... Uh, I was kind of a troublemaker, but I, I didn't go out and—I mean, I didn't go out and, and do a bunch of stuff that was illegal, not in my mind, anyways. Um, but I didn't follow the parameters that, that the university that I chose to go to follow, had set into into place for us. And if I could go back, and, and I'm not one of those people that that says, "Well, if if I could, I'd do this and I'd change this." I I, I really wouldn't. But if I was going to change something. I would have gone back and I'd have taken more time looking at those things that are set up for my health and well-being because I know at 29, the things I've been through in the last couple years, being married, having kids, having, to, having more responsibilities, I'm getting more out of my potential now, I feel, than I did then because I focused more on all the other stuff instead of the actual potential that I had. The choices you're going to make are going to carry over to what I call adult life outside of college. You're adults now, not trying to call you kids. You're young adults now. As you get out of college, 
you're going to use the same tools that you create to sustain you day to day. You're going to use those same tools in five years that you're using right now. Do you agree with me? Now, there's going to be, there's going to be some things that are, that are going to change. I mean, you're, you're not going to play video games all night long, and, and not that you do, okay? But, you know, some of the things that we do now as kind of a relaxer aren't going to be the case, and trust me, when you have twins, when they go to bed, you go to bed, okay? Maybe some of you have twins here in a couple of years, and they'll look back and go, golly, I wish I'd have paid attention to that guy. Um, you're going to use those ty same ty type things, and let me correlate that to, to my life. When I was in college, a lot of pressure, focused on the basketball, wanted to play professionally overseas. I, I mean, I wasn't an NBA-type basketball player at all. But I focused on me, me, me. I forgot about the potential. The choices that I made, had there was negative consequences. There's a couple, there's a couple choices that I made that were, that were very positive for me. Uh, I met my wife while I was at college. Thank, thank God the Lord blessed me with her because she's, she's absolutely fantastic, and I swear I'm not just saying that because she's sitting here. But the drinking, the drugs, the hanging out, all those types of things, then all of a sudden you get out of college. And you get some pressure. Work's pressure. I mean, they call it work for a reason, okay? It's, it's not work slash fun and we're going to pay you for it. It's work, pressure, struggles, all these types of things. Well, I get into a pressure situation. I'm like, man, I need to go, I need to go have a drink. I need to go hang out with the boys. I need to go do this. I need to go do that. You, you, you carry those same things over with you of the, of the, of the things that you're using now to sustain you, you will use those same things as an adult. Now, some of the adults here, would you agree with me that things change a little bit, but you still fall back, and I'm going to focus on this area over here, because there's, there's some counselors here, it looks like, and, and some teachers, professors, what do, you, what do we call ourselves now? Is it professors? Is that what it is? They're like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> is there a big test today, or, you know, what's, what's going on? But would you agree with me that as, as young adults, when we get into being adults and, and we have to be more responsible, and I, again, speaking to this group, that you use some of the same things, but you, you just have the, the responsibility and the, and, and the accountability is just magnified big time. Would you, would you agree with me on that? So I, I challenge you. You know, we can't, we can't change the world as one group. We can change the world as individuals by being accountable to ourselves, uh, accountable to our Lord, responsible for the actions that we take. I mean, how many people have heard their parents say every, uh, you know, action has a consequence or a repercussion to it? I mean, any, anybody ever heard that? Maybe it's just me. I heard it about 5,000 times a day. Um, but, but that really is true, young people. That, that's true. Every single person in here has a major or a minor or is deciding on that. Every single person in this room, up to and including professors, adults, those people that, that aren't in school anymore but doing whatever, every single person in here is an architect major. Because you are creating, you are thinking through, you are putting into action, and you are fulfilling the potential that God gave you for how it works in his perfect universe. 
when you think of it like that, when I think of it like that, it's not so much the pressure, it's the responsibility and, it, and, a, and a wow factor. Like, I can make a difference. What I do, the choices that I make, the people who I'm around, the things I say, the places I go, I'm directly making this, this, this part of my life that's fitting in with other people's part of, our, part of their lives. I got to be right. And you can't do that without the, your focus on Christ. Now, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a professional speaker, and there's, there's so many things that are going on in my mind that I just want to challenge you with, and, and I hope to have some more opportunity this evening to be able to talk about more in-depth some of the choices that I've made. But, but if there's anything that you hear, I'd want you to hear this. You have the potential to do incredible things. Incredible things. And when I say incredible things... Too often we correlate incredible things to what the world thinks incredible. The world thinks, and I know I struggle with this, the world thinks as, as a man you should have a nice home, you should have a, a wife that has nice things, you should make a lot of money, you should be successful, you should be popular, you should do all these things. You know, in God's idea of incredible things is doing his will, using the potential he's blessed us with for the good of his perfect work. And that's where it gets sometimes difficult because we want to use all the other things of the world to get that plan into action. He's taking care of it, folks. He's taking care of it. He'll continue to take care of it. I know that that's true because I'm standing here. And so I challenge you that as you go through your day-to-day -day life, is there pressure? Absolutely. Is there responsibility? Absolutely. Are there going to be bogeys in life? Absolutely. You're going to have some triple bogeys. You're going to hit it out of bounds and get penalty strokes. You are, because that's life. The goal goes back to one of the things that, that a, a golf coach told me that for some reason it just hit me and made all the sense in the world. I, I kept wondering, gosh, I hit it a long ways. I hit it longer than most guys out here. Everybody talks about how I can drive the ball forever, but everybody's beating me in the score. And he, say, he said it very simply. Golf is not hitting it long, and golf is not being the biggest, baddest guy out there. Golf is getting into trouble and getting out effectively enough to maintain a low score. So if you hit it into the trees and you're 200 yards out, it's not the smartest thing to try and hit it through two branches with three inches of space to get it on the green. The key is to get something, knock it back out in the fairway, proceed with your round, take your par or your bogey, and keep your score low. Life is the same way. When we get into trouble, when we get into stressful situations, when we get into to situations where there's anticipation and, and, and nervousness and all, these, all this pressure that, that gets here. The, the key is not to try and hit a home run right away. The key is to settle down, ask the Lord what is the best for us, and knock it right back in to play so that you can continue to move forward. So I, I, I challenge you with that. I appreciate the time you guys have given me. I really look forward to, to being able to, to talk more with, with people one-on-one -on -one, uh, this evening. I hope, I hope a lot of you are able to make it out. But folks, you are at an exciting part of life. Exciting part of life. Your potential is there. 
The choices that you make are going to affect your potential. And it's going to be good and bad. You're going to make lots of choices between now and when your life is through. I challenge you to settle down, ask the Lord his will, and be able to make the, the proper choices that are going to get the most out of the potential that God's given you. I appreciate your guys' time. Thanks again to JD. He's challenged us in many good ways. As he has hinted, um, we'll be meeting again tonight at 9.45 in the Rec Fitness Center in the classroom opposite of the, the gym. And uh, it'll just be a time for a little bit more personal time with JD with questions and answers, and he'll share a little bit longer. Um, as you've heard, he is, was and still is challenged in many of the same things that we are challenged with. So it'd be good to just get together with him. We can talk for a while. It's sponsored by the Health and Wellness Center Committee and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So I hope you can all come. It's at 9.45. And also one announcement is there is a funeral starting at 11 o'clock, I think, in here. So we're asked to leave as quickly as possible.